How do you feel about the word "no"? Now, did you know that the average toddler hears the word "no" over four hundred times a day? Now, I'm in no way, shape, or form a promoter of this type of parenting. And to be honest, I think we need to use positive reinforcement with our kids, you know, versus that no disciplinary type of of parenting. But the thing that baffles me is how, as children, we're told no hundreds of times. And if you know, if you have kids, maybe you tell your kids no hundreds of times a day. Yet we have such a struggle to say no to either other adults or even to ourselves when we're tempted to do things that don't fully align with our main goals. So that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about the importance of saying no, and to be honest, saying no to some potentially good things. In order for you to say yes to the great things in life, because let's be clear, it's true. You have to say no to the good, so you can say yes to the great. And in this episode, we're also going to talk you through. You know, Warren Buffett has this full-fledged, one hundred percent awesome system. And how you can focus your yeses and your noes in order to get what you really want in life. And you have to remember, this is the same thing he did for himself to become one of the top five richest people in America, and to be honest, a really good human being, because he still gives away hundreds of millions of dollars to good charitable causes every year. So it's a great system to learn. So stay tuned as we get started with today's show. Welcome to the Money, Love, and Freedom podcast, where you'll develop the mindset and skills to create a life of total abundance. From business and wealth to love and sex, discover what it takes to live a life of freedom on your terms. And now, your host, Coach George Wang. Hey, Freedom Fighters, and welcome to episode 37 of the Money, Love, and Freedom podcast. I'm your host, Coach George Wang, and today we're going to be talking about why you have to say no in order to say yes. And what that means is sometimes you have to say no to the good in order to say yes to the great. Now, what I'm saying really is that you have to be really careful. And pick and choose the things that you say yes to, because we live in an abundant world. I believe that there's enough money, food, water, shelter, vacations, you know, riches, luxuries for everyone in the world, no matter what it is you want. There's an infinite supply of all these things in our world. The only thing that isn't entirely abundant, the way we as humans experience it, at least, is time. We all only have twenty-four hours in a day, seven days a week, and three hundred sixty-five days in a year. But here's the cool thing about that: the cool thing is, 
we're all on equal playing field when it comes to time. Everyone has the same amount of time, whether you're a barista, a business ex- executive, you know, a new entrepreneur, or the CEO of Google or Microsoft. So while time is a finite resource, the way we experience it, what we accomplish in that time can have an infinite impact on the world, on your friends on society and the people around you. You know, Bill Gates worked super hard in the 80s, 90s, and, you know, the early 2000s building Microsoft. And the value that created from this time that he was working, the value for the world, it's pretty much unquantifiable. You know, think of all the businesses, you know, the expansion and the technology that came about as the result of his work, right? Internet Explorer was the first thing that got big that allowed us to surf the web. AOL popularized email and, you know, messaging apps, right, with AOL Instant Messenger. And now these technologies have expanded into so much more. In order to achieve those kinds of results, though, Bill Gates had to say no to a lot of things and a lot of things that he might have liked to do. He had to say no to the late night partying while he was in college. He had to say no to a lot of business deals and a lot of engagements that might have seemed like fun projects, but that didn't move his own dream forward. If I had to guess, he probably even had to say no to some friends who weren't supportive of his vision. He had to say no to a lot of things in order to say yes to his one big thing, his big agenda, his big life mission and his purpose. Now, there's two things that I love to say on this topic. The first is one that I heard from uh, John Lee Dumas, who has a, a great podcast. It's called Entrepreneurs on Fire or EO Fire. And if you're uh, an entrepreneur or want to be an entrepreneur, uh, it's a great podcast to check it out. It's called, uh, again, EO Fire or Entrepreneurs on Fire. Uh, but anyway, John Lee Dumas is where I first heard this from. And I'm not, I'm not sure where he got it from. But the thing he says is, if it isn't a hell yes then it's a hell no. You got that? If it isn't a hell yes, then it's a hell no. The second saying that I love is one that I say a lot, and I think I got it from somewhere else, but I'm not entirely sure. Maybe it's an original, but it's probably not. I I honestly don't remember. But the saying is, you can have anything you want in life, almost anything, Anything that you want in life, you could have. But you can't have everything you want in life. I mean, think about this. If you wanted to start a multi-million dollar year business and you committed to it, you could. If you wanted to become a nationally recognized public speaker, you could. If you want to start a family, you could. If you want to be healthy and fit, you could do that too. What would be pretty damn near impossible, though, would be to do all of those things I just said and also at the same time 
become a professional DJ, an event promoter, and go on vacation six months of year, and eat chocolate ice cream for breakfast, lunch, and dinner every day. Right? It doesn't work. You can't have everything you want in life, but you can have anything that you deliberately choose to want. Now, just in case you were wondering, all those things I mentioned are actually all things that I personally want. Yes, I want to run a multi-million dollar year business, and I'm committed to that. I want to be lean and fit, and I'm committed to that. But I also want to be on vacation six months a year and eat ice cream for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. But do you get how I can't do all those things at the same time? I can't create or build a million-dollar business and be on vacation six months a year. It's not going to happen. I can't be lean and fit and eat ice cream for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Although I want all those things, I have to choose. I have to say no to the good so I can say yes to the great. Now, here's the thing. We live in a society these days that for some reason is scared of saying no, right? There's this, you know, I want to do it all or I want to have it all type of mentality. And let me like just really think about it. Have you ever noticed the people who say, you know, I want to do it all or I want to have it all honestly barely do anything at all, right? I noticed that most of the people who say I want it all don't do shit. You know, I see this happening in both the business and personal settings, like meaning business life or personal life. You know, at work, people will keep getting new projects or new opportunities, which are usually a good thing unless the projects or opportunities take them away from what it is they actually want to do in the organization. You know, let, let's say you run a, uh, I don't know, like a, like a local bakery. Okay, let's say you run a local bakery and your goal is to scale and become a national brand. If you were to say yes to every single local opportunity you have, like donating cupcakes to your local church, uh, I don't know, teaching kids baking classes at elementary school, you know, helping to prepare all the cakes for your friends and your family's children's uh, for free as a gift because that's what they expect from you, right? Because you're their friend, you're their family. They expect you to do it for free. And maybe you have some guilt over not doing it for free. If you constantly say yes to all these things, when are you ever going to have time to scale to a national level? By the way, I'm not saying that any of these things are bad. But if you're doing all these things, if you're, if you're saying yes to everything and everyone around you, but your goal is to grow past that, when do you actually expect to do it? Are, are you going to ask God or the universe for, you know, two extra hours? You know, I'd rather have, I'm going to have 26 or 28 hours a day. Everyone else has 24, but I get four more. doesn't happen. Or, or maybe, what if you work within an organization? Let, let's use that example too, right? Because maybe, maybe you, you work somewhere and you work in a company. So let's say you work in a, a certain department of a company or an organization, and your goal is to move up vertically, meaning you want to go higher up in the current department that you're in. But other departments keep asking you to take on projects that don't directly relate to your own personal growth, your own personal learning, and your own personal you know, movement. 
How's it going to happen? How are you going to get promoted and move up vertically if you if you keep doing things, which may be good, it may help the company overall, but you have way more value to add than that. If you are higher up in your own department, you could do way more and achieve way more. But how's that going to happen if you keep doing projects for other departments that are essentially horizontal to you? You know, the the toughest one I see too, there's one other scenario that I see come up, and I think this is the toughest of all, is for friends, sometimes even family. So let's say you have friends who maybe want to party all the time or just hang out and just not do anything productive. You know, they're they're waiting for Friday at 5 p.m. to come around so they can, you know, let loose for the weekend while you're hustling. Right, You want to grow in your company, grow in your business, or you want to grow the business that you have, or you want to create a side income for yourself. Right? Let's say, you want, let's say you, you're working for someone, you want to create a side income for yourself so that you can leave your job and pursue your business full time. How are you going to do that if you're working from 9 to 5 on Monday to Friday and then saying yes to hanging out and partying with your friends every weekend? If someone's doing that, I would challenge them here and ask if they want it bad enough. You know, do you really want that dream, that big goal you have? Do you want it bad enough to say no to certain things, certain opportunities, and sometimes certain people? The point I'm trying to make here is that You need to choose what it is that you're going to say yes to and consciously decide the few things that are going to bring you the most fulfillment in your own personal life and your business life and say no to the rest. So Warren Buffett has this strategy called the 5 of 25 strategy, and I love it because it's super, super simple. It's broken down into three very, very easy steps. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lay out these steps for you right now. And if you want to get out a pen and a paper and jot these things down, you can. Uh, I, I'll recommend it. Or you can try to just listen and remember them because it is super easy. But I do recommend you get a pen. But if not, just listen. Come back to this later. It's fine. Because honestly, it's, again, three very, very simple steps. So... Step number one in the 5 of 25 strategy. List the top 25 goals that you have in your life. Now, sometimes people have these long lists of hundreds or whatever, right? So you list and get out the top 25 goals, the 25 things that you want the most in life, the 25 things that you really want to be, have, or do, and get it on a list first. So that's step one. List the top 25 goals you have in your life. Step two. You're going to separate this list of 25 into two lists. First list is going to be your absolute top five. So you're going to pick out of those 25 your absolute top five highest things you want. The ones that are the absolutely most important of your life, these five are the ones that you would regret the most if you don't accomplish them before your death. 
So separate those five out and put that on one list. And then you take the other 20 that are remaining and you put it on a separate list. Got it? So that's step two. Separate the list of 25 into two separate lists. The top five that you want the most and then the other 20 on a separate list. Now here is step number three. So now you have two lists and you're gonna name the list and that's step number three. Your top five list, the top five goals list you have are gonna be your do list, your action list. You're gonna focus all your attention and energy on this top five list. And the other 20, the second list, do you get to them later? The answer is no. The list of 20 becomes your avoid at all costs lists. I'm going to say this again. That list of 20 that's remaining, which are still part of your top 25, they become your avoid at all costs lists. Because here's what happens. The other 20 become a distraction right? If like, let's say, you know, one day, you know, you're working on your top five, but one day an opportunity for number eight pops up, or maybe number 13 will show up one day. If you don't avoid it at all costs, you might be tempted to take that opportunity for number eight, number 13, number 22. And what that's going to do is distract you from your top five. And then you're going to keep bouncing around. You're going to bounce from number two to 17 to nine to 23 to four. And before you know it, 30 years passes by and you aren't where you envisioned yourself in any of these areas. And this is why I love it. I love how he calls, you know, number six through number 25, that second 20, you're avoid at all costless because they can so easily become a distraction, right? Because like, like think about this, right? The things you don't want to do, think about the things you don't want to do. They're not going to distract you from anything because, you know, you don't want to do them anyway. So there's no danger there. There's no danger in the things you don't want to do. Even if you're forced to do something, you're going to stop as soon as you can because you just don't want to do it. The danger lies in the things you want to do but aren't driving towards your top five goals. And that's why it's so important to say no to these things. You know, I've kind of been going through a cleansing process myself uh, this year in 2020. You know, now that I've, I'm married, I'm, I'm thinking more clearly about what my future is going to look like. And, you know, for the past few years before getting married, I was definitely a yes man. And it caused me a lot of stress and pain that I honestly don't need anymore. You know, the, the biggest two were, uh, number one, I was sitting on this board of a nonprofit that was honestly not situated for uh, for me personally. You know, I, I kept saying yes because I believed in their mission. And, you know, the executive director kept asking me to stay on. But I learned after that all I did essentially was waste two years and just gain a lot of headache because, you know, the, the organization's values and their operating principles are way far off from mine, like way, way far off. 
And I had to eventually say no to a third term to sitting on the board, and I had to make it a firm no, so that I could go out and use my skills in the best way possible. You know, I have this really firm belief that we all have some gift, something to share with the world, and I also believe that it's our duty to use those gifts in the greatest way possible. And with this particular organization, it just wasn't possible there, so I decided I had to move on. You know, the second thing I really had to uh, begin to evaluate is my leisure time and some of the friends that I was uh, keeping. You know, I, you know, I, I love all of my friends to death, and there's a few people who I will always be there for. I will always hang out with them. Like if they're they're like brothers to me. You know, there's maybe two or three people that I think of like this, and. You know, I'm I'm always gonna or I'm always gonna want to hang out with them. You know, there there there's no question about it. But there are a lot of other friends that I have and was spending a lot of time with that I realized I need to start saying no because their path and my path just aren't going in the same direction. You know, they like waiting for 5 p.m. to come around so they can, you know, smoke weed and play video games. And while there's nothing wrong with either of those two things, that's just not how I operate. And so while, you know, while I haven't smoked weed now for years at this point, I just know that the more time I spend with this subset, this group, the farther off from my own path that I'm going to go. And so I realized that I need friends, new friends who are going to challenge me, push me to grow, push me to become a stronger, better member of my community, you know, a better, stronger business person, you know, a more skilled coach. And that wasn't going to happen if I was spending the majority of my free time with these particular people. I still love them to death. They're good people. But I'm saying no to the amount of time I spend with them so that I can say yes to the big goals in my life that are really going to fulfill me. So that's Warren Buffett's step number three. Take that list, you know, the two lists you have, the five and the 20, and your top five list becomes your do list. And the other 20 becomes your avoid at all costs list. And, you know, for a quick second, I just want to say a, a little note on saying no. You know, if you have a colleague or a friend asking you for a favor or, or just anything and you need to say no, say graciously, say politely, and at the same time, don't feel pressured like you have to give them a reason. You know, I think in our society also, we're, we're so scared to hurt other people's feelings. And this is probably why we say no so infrequently. And the times when we do say no, we give these like long-winded excuses that honestly sometimes aren't true. And if they're not true, all you're doing is hurting your own integrity by giving them some excuse that may be not true or maybe just a half-truth. You know, let's say somebody asks you to uh, go to some event this weekend, uh, 
and you know you you say no to them and you say the reason why is because you have some other obligation when in reality there isn't one you know you just know that spending more time with this person is going to take you farther from your goals and while you don't have a current obligation now you know that you want to be doing something productive during this time but saying you already have an obligation when you actually don't have a preset obligation is kind of a half truth and that might hurt your integrity a little bit so just tell them no right tell them you're not interested in the activity keep it simple don't make up some long-winded fake excuse on why you need to say no just say no i'm i'm sorry i'm just not interested in that activity i love you i'm friends with you i just don't want to do this simple right now I want to ask you, where do you sit on this topic? Where in your life do you need to say more of the word no in order for you to say yes to the things that you really want? I'd even challenge you so far as to try this 5 of 25 strategy and pick the top five things to focus on and focus with laser-like intensity on those five and avoid the rest at all costs. Say no to the things that you, you, know, you kind of want to do that would be fun, that may even seem exciting so that you can say yes to what it is that you really want, the big goals the big dreams. If you do this, I promise you that you will achieve your true life of freedom on your terms. Thanks for sticking around. And again, please share this episode with anyone that you think would benefit from it. Help them, help someone you love, care about, a friend, a family member. Say no to the good so that they can say yes to the great. Share this episode with them, spread the love, spread the message, and we'll be back again next week with a new episode. Take care, everybody.